This is Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Scott Bertram. We're joined now by Elizabeth Genovese. She's a 2006 graduate of Hillsdale College. Back on campus at this moment as part of our Visiting Writers series. She currently teaches English at a community college in Tennessee, teaches community creative writing, also has published three collections of stories, A Different Harbor, Where There Are Two or More, and Posing Nude for the Saints. Elizabeth, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. You mentioned to me before we started, it's your first time here back on campus in about a decade or so. What do you notice? What's different? (laughs) Uh, Well, I've never seen the gorgeous chapel, um, the the new student student union where the cafeteria is. Um, I mean, the campus looks absolutely incredible. It's just just beautiful from start to finish. Uh, And I checked out the insides of all those new buildings (laughs) and um, they just seem like really wonderful student spaces, places for people to study and get to know each other. It's lovely. So. On your writing, you recently were an O. Henry Prize winner. People who are not um, familiar with the literary world, what does that mean? Uh, and what did you write to be considered as a as a O. Henry Prize winner? Uh, well, the O. Henry uh, it's an anthology that's been around for a very long time, uh, and it's you know it's published once a year. And what happens is literary journals kind of across the country, editors will nominate a story or two for the prize and send them in to this uh, committee. And then the committee will look at those stories and pick, I can't remember exactly how many were in the last one, but you know, somewhere between like say 10 and 15. And then if they're chosen, then they get published in that anthology. Um, it's it's a you know prestigious award. It's a nice thing to have on your CV when you're <laughs> reaching out to publishers and presses. And uh, the story that was nominated was my piece, Irises which is in my third book, Posing Nude for the Saints. And I had submitted that to the Cimarron Review, and the editor there really loved it, and she um, put it forward as a nominee for the O'Henry, and that's how that happened. So how, how would you describe your writing, your stories, in your published works? Where do you find your inspiration? Uh, I write, I would call it realistic literary fiction. It's very character-focused. Um you know, my, my process is, it's actually a hard thing to describe. It's not something that I do kind of from an intellectual point. It's more a matter of listening to dreams, listening to sort of, I call them messages kind of coming through through the unconscious. And the way I see it is that, you know, a writer is, you always have your antennae up and you're picking up signals from the world around you, images and, you know, thoughts about people and um, these things start to constellate in your unconscious, the larger significance of what you see and hear, and you incubate those things. And then, you know, one day you just wake up and you realize you're on the cusp of an actual story. And mm. these aren't just loose images anymore. They're actually creating a picture. And that's, that's when you start writing. So that's kind of what the process looks like for me. How do you know, or how are you comfortable when one of your stories is finished, that you think you've completed this, this image, this thought that's come to you? How do you know when it's, when it's done? It's a very visceral feeling. Um, I've, I've written stories before where they're technically finished, but I feel I don't feel right about it, you know, for weeks after. It's, it's that, this is a sensation you have when there was something you were supposed to do today and you forgot to do it. <laughs> like you know it's not really done. Um, and I'll, when, I, when I have that sensation, I give myself some distance and then I'll come back to it and I usually see what's wrong and then I can kind of tackle that problem and resolve it. Um, I guess in a way, though, you know, probably most writers would tell you that nothing ever feels finished in the sense of being perfect. You never feel that you're happy with something. 
and you know the people who are close to me my husband you know they give me a hard time because i'll finish something and you know think okay i think this is pretty good and then six months later it's oh you know what i hate this this is terrible i'm not going to submit this anywhere and that that's sort of your your classic uh writerly Mm self-loathing so (laughs) things might be technically done but i think you always have a sense that you can make it better you also do some uh, some private writing coaching mm-hmm. as well. When you're working with these writers, what are some of the common hurdles, problems that they have that you end up helping them or uh, working with them to, to get through? Well, I would say um, you're, most people probably would expect that answer to be somewhere along lines of issues of craft, but it's really more issues of mentality. And it seems to me that um, new writers tend to fall into one of two categories. They're on two different sides kind of of, of this spectrum where over on one side, they tend, they're very orderly people and they tend to over-intellectualize the process of writing. So they want to be completely in control. They want to mm. have both hands on the wheel all the time. Um, these are the types of writers who want to outline the story before they write it down mm-hmm. to the last paragraph. And those people, you have to kind of teach them or train them to as I said before, kind of have their ear open to the mysterious and to the unconscious and to dreams and to things that are kind of inexplicable rather than something they can fully control. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the the extreme opposite, the writers who um, their work ends up being, it's vivid and it's interesting, but it's more sentimental or it's kind of a loose canon where they don't have a sense of direction. There's no There's no unifying purpose. And that's because they don't have enough of what the people on the other side have. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not intellectualizing enough. They're not thinking about, okay, what is my purpose? What's the master effect I'm after here? So it's all about um, addressing that and kind of trying to find a balance between the two. Once you, once you have a little of both, then you can create something that's unified and has purpose, but also has that kind of mystery, that thing that haunts people for weeks after they read it. Talking with Elizabeth Genovese, who's here on campus as part of the Visiting Writers Series. She's a 2006 graduate of Hillsdale College. Let's talk a bit about your time here on campus. What did you do? What do you What do you sort of most remember from your years here on Hillsdale's campus? Were you involved in some of the creative writing efforts here uh, at Hillsdale? When I was here, um, there was actually very little for creative writers. There were visiting writers who came once in a while. Um, there were no courses that I was aware of in creative writing. I don't even, I don't think there was a creative writing club like there is now. Um, and actually, you know, during my time here, I had no idea that that's what I wanted. I didn't know that that was in me. I didn't know that I could or should do that. I wrote poetry sometimes, um, but I, you know, mostly saw English as an academic pursuit and didn't really realize that you could go in another direction with that. Um, But I was very heavily involved in the English department. I was sort of famous for taking 11 classes with Dr. Somerville. (laughs) And he was the one everyone said, oh, he's so hard, you know, just be careful, stay away. And I was addicted. He... He actually, I would say he he formulated the entire arc of my life. Once I took his classes, I knew this is what I want. I want to study literature. I want to be close to art. I want to be close to the numinous as much as I can. And he he brought me there. He showed me what that landscape looked like. And that that changed everything. So that was when I when I remember Hillsdale, I mostly remember him um, and Dr. Sundahl and then Dr. Justin Jackson, who was Mm -hmm. my thesis advisor. He was excellent as well. You're here talking with some of our uh, English students, some of our creative writers here on campus. What do you what do you hope they will remember from your message? Uh, what are some of the questions that they're asking you? Well, you know, I'm I'm I guess I'm really hoping that they will 
be encouraged to pursue writing, the ones who are genuinely interested, and there are definitely people here who are. And in the submissions I saw, I, d I did actually get to see some fiction from quite a few students, and there's real talent there, genuine talent. I was really impressed uh, with what I saw, with their attitude, with you know their mentality. And what I've been trying to convey is how incredibly important it is that we have conservatives who contribute to the arts because the literary arts in particular, they've been so completely hijacked mm -hmm. by the ideologically possessed. Um, it's getting harder and harder now to find a freshly published novel or story that doesn't have an agenda. And no one is better prepared to write good quality literary work than a Hillsdale graduate because they have the background, they have the foundations. Um, I know so many people who they call themselves writers, but they don't read. They have no, they don't know canonical literature. They don't know the classics. Um, they even have a disdain for those things. There's no reverence for the past. And Hillsdale students have this incredible gift where even if it was never in their minds to study creative writing, like it was with me, they've been studying it all along because they've been reading the best literature that's ever been written. So they're already kind of taking it into their bones. Mm -hmm what good literature looks like and you know how to develop a character and how to write a novel that fulfills its promise and um i hope that they use that background to create something is your path into sort of the writing field and what you've done and having your works published and publishing these collection of short stories is that a repeatable path is that a path that students here can emulate yeah, I believe it is. I mean, I most writers are, they're going to be very negative if you ask a question like that and say, oh, you know, this is the field of starving artists mm -hmm. where getting a job is almost impossible. Um, it really, it depends on how hard you're willing to work. If you're really serious about this and you're committed, this isn't something you dabble in. It's not a hobby. Yes, I, I know I do believe that these students can get their work published someday. Um, or perhaps maybe they choose a different route and they create a literary press, mm -hmm. which would be just as amazing, if not more so. Um, and, you know, they can they can go get degrees in fine arts and then teach in schools where they can make a difference and they can teach new writers and teach them the literature they need to move forward. So, yeah, I, I would never say, you know, this is this is a one in a million situation that I have because I'm just not that special. I work really hard. And that's about the end of it. So. If you work hard and you have a Hillsdale background, I, I think all these things are possible. And you can find more at elizabethgenevesefiction.org. Her three collection of stories, A Different Harbor, Where There Are Two or More, and Posing Nude for the Saints. She's on campus here as a visiting writers, uh, part of the Visiting Writers series and a 2006 graduate of Hillsdale College. Elizabeth Genovese, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. More of our interviews and conversations on our SoundCloud page. Go to soundcloud.com, search for WRFH Radio Free Hillsdale. And I'm Scott Bertram on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM.